Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to Batch After Dark with Erin and Kelsey. And today we are really excited because we have one of my personal favorites from Bachelor Nation. He is an OG from season two from Meredith Phillips season. And this is Marcus Pierce. And we are so excited to have him. Hello, Marcus. Welcome to Batch After Dark. Thank you guys for having me. Very, very, very flattered. I feel like this is kind of a long time coming. 100%. Yes, it is. We are so thrilled to have you with your handsome, so beautiful face. Kelsey, did I not tell you he was absolutely gorgeous? You did. Repeatedly. Yes. (laughs) I still wasn't ready. (laughs) I I mean, mean, as long as I've known you, Erin, we've never like, it's weird that you've never actually seen my face. We've talked on Clubhouse and on the phone and yeah, it's... It's odd because you feel like you've met that person, but we actually have, this is the first time. Right, right. And I was just telling Kelsey that we're going to meet in person, IRL, in New York next month. I cannot wait yes, for we that. Are. We will be out there and we will be seeing the town together. I cannot wait to be in New York City. Oh my God, it's been years. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what the plan is, but uh, I'm definitely excited. But Kelsey, this is the first time you're reading Marcus, and I was so excited Mm -hmm. for you to meet him. I just Mm -hmm. have so much love in my heart for this man. He's incredible. Oh, Yes, I was able to interview him on Getting Cozy, and if you guys haven't heard that interview, please go check it out. We had such a soulful conversation, I think is the best way to describe it. Such a soulful conversation. And that is all because of you, Marcus. That's just who you are. So no, that's that Aww. is. Don't listen to Erin when she says <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> you guys, you're so cute and sappy. I love it. <laughs> no, that is that is all Erin and what she her capabilities of bringing things out of you. You never thought you'd say on this uh, platform. She's amazing. I, I loved she it. it was, I didn't feel like I was violated or I, I said too much. I shouldn't have said. I felt so comfortable talking to you about, you know, the bachelor experience and everything else. And you just have a capability of getting information and it feels completely organic and it, you know, it feels natural. And so I felt entirely comfortable sharing, probably sharing even more than you probably need to hear, (laughs) but no, that is your gift. Don't give that to me at all. Oh, thank you. Well, I always believe it takes two, honestly, but it was uh, such a wonderful experience. I'm so glad I was able to have I'm you. I'm going to have to listen to that. 
Definitely. Yes, yes. But I've been begging you to come on Bash After Dark because you are perfect for this show. And we're going to get to that. But before, we have to talk about the finale that happened last night. We have to get into that because that is like, you know, that's just, that's, it's all over social right now. People are split in how they feel. And Marcus, we've talked a little bit about it, but we definitely want to get into that. So we'd love a male perspective. What was your take, just like in a nutshell, tell us your feelings on the finale as a whole? I feel like Tasha and Caitlin completely killed it as far as the show and the production and everything else. Like it was seamless and it was entertaining. It was fun. Uh, even in the serious moments, it, it still, I don't know, it just felt like a completely different type of a show. I was actually interested in watching after the final rose instead of like, knowing what the expectation was. And I don't know if that was just because the newness of two different hosts and the whole experience itself or the or Katie herself, I don't know. But uh, it was just easier to watch and yeah. I wanted to watch after the final row. So I don't know. How, it was it was weird because I've always felt like they've made it almost two separate shows. It always mm-hmm. seemed like it wasn't like as seamless as that, like the show and mm-hmm. that going on. I don't know. It seemed great. And I, I mean, I, I thought there was some drama, but I never felt like it completely got off the rails like it could have. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. Three hours, for whatever reason, went by really fast. I don't know what they did, but for whatever reason, I was invested the entire show until it was over. Uh, and I, I've never yeah. felt like that. There was always moments where I was like, okay, come on, can we like speed it up? This is dragging on. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it dragged on last night. I felt like everything that they covered, there was a need for it and there was a reason and uh, yeah. and, I, and it was entertaining. I agree with you. I think it didn't seem chaotic or anything. I did think that a lot of the editing I felt was kind of cut out. Like as far as Blake kind of contemplating whether or not to propose, it kind of went from him being like terrified sitting there with Tasha and the rings to him being in the in the van going like, okay, this is it, you know? And, and you're just kind of like, wait a minute. Yeah. I would have, I would have yeah. loved to see like that mental process a little bit more just in like yeah. unfold. You know what I'm saying? I think they, I, I don't, I mean, again, you never know what happens on the cutting room floor. I do feel like Blake is a good guy. I did. I do feel like in the process, it did like a disservice because it went from uh, him being in this like oh, I need to take a moment. And, you know, it seemed like he was really taking a sin, which I connected to. I got it. Like, it's a big moment when you get to that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But then it, you cut right to him walking up. And it was like he went from doing, having the serious moment to like this like slight prank in the middle of his speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yes. And so I was kind of like confused. I was like, how did you get from like not knowing what to do and needing to take a moment on a rings to like being so into it where you're uh, like doing a little prank in the middle of your like confession of love. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Threw me off a little bit. Same, same. Definitely. Kelsey, what did you think of Katie's aunt? I'm so curious to hear what you thought of Katie's aunt, how she was talking about to Blake, you're not important. You know, I want to hear the female perspective on this because I had a conversation with my brother today and it was, yeah, interesting. I feel a little, because you know, I'm good friends with Katie. So I feel a little weird about this, but I'll just be honest. I felt like it was kind of disrespectful. And I think, you know, whenever I speak to someone, it's very important to me to lead with like kindness and respect. And so 
I wasn't a fan of it. I felt, I felt like it was belittling and I felt like it was really unnecessary, but that's, that's how I felt. Yeah, I agree. And, and I share, I share your feeling of being torn because I too consider, you know, Katie a friend. I have to say, even when like at, after the final rose, when Caitlin and Tasha were joking around, you know, about her aunt, like, oh, your, you know, your aunt doesn't know. And she's like, yeah, please don't tell her, you know? Cause I, I think that she knows like how right. she is, right. And she just accepts that for who she is. Right. But I did think that she was extremely negative and I thought she was very pessimistic. And I think, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but she actually had a big rock on her hand. So somebody married her. Um, and I just, I was thinking like, wow, you're really trashing marriage for being a married woman. Like wow. it was a little shocking and kind of belittling Blake's experience as far as his parents getting divorced. Right. I'm sorry, but if you come from a divorced home, you do feel that, that feeling of like, is this going to fail and have that, those fears mm-hmm. and they're, they're founded. They're not unfounded. Like, you know, she was, she should have been more, um, just affirming yeah. to me, but she was the absolute right. opposite and just basically saying, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, that, that wasn't your train wreck. Like you just watched it. Uh, but it's traumatic. Oh, absolutely. It's traumatizing. Absolutely. It was so, not validating. Yeah. And then I didn't, she kept saying something along the lines of like, we don't need you. And it's like, I didn't feel like Blake was showing up and being like, here I am, I'm a man. Like no (laughs) one was, he wasn't pushing himself on them. Yeah, that whole exchange. I didn't understand why that was necessary. Yeah. What did you think about it all, Marcus? Yeah, I I had a tough time watching that, you know, again, because I choose to leave with kindness and I just felt that that was just completely, it was foul to be honest with you. I just, I... To tell somebody they don't matter in this day and time, you know, I don't care how much of a feminist you are. I don't care how much of an independent woman you are and how strong you are. That's great. That's awesome. But it doesn't give you the right to treat somebody like they don't matter. That's right. Uh, And ultimately, you know, you have to think about it's her niece that came on the show to get married and you can't get married to yourself. So ultimately somebody somebody's needed. And I think that person was blamed. Absolutely. So I just did not agree with that at all. I just felt it was foul. I felt it was just out of line. And and who, I need to talk to her and figure out who this author is of this book that she's reading that has the like schematics for marriage and how it should go and what you should do when things go wrong. Yeah. I honestly felt like Blake's approach to what he said, we'll figure it out. That is honestly the best thing you can say because that, that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You do things on the fly. Things come at you when you least expect it. Right. And um, and I think what he said was was right. I mean, he could have gone in depth and said, you know, hey, worst case scenario, we end up in therapy, but I'm here to work on it. Yeah, right. I mean, right. he could have said something like that. But all you can do is say, hey, you know what? I love her enough to want to be there and us to work on it. And other than that, we can lean on family and friends and, and, and try to figure this thing out. But I'm here for the long yeah. haul. I don't think there was an answer that she would have approved of, to be honest. Like, I don't think there was anything that he could have in that that moment. Her mom definitely um, redeemed the hometown for me. I thought the moment that, that he and her mom had was really touching and beautiful. So I was happy to see that at least. Um, I felt like she was a much warmer person and she, you know, she got choked up, like she got emotional. So I was, I was really happy to see that. And uh, to me, that was like, the highlight of the hometown. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. I mean, clearly for me, just watching all of that, I felt like there was odd man trauma. Oh, right. yeah. 
Oh yeah. Projecting a lot of projecting. And I felt like they were bringing that to Blake's doorstep. And it was like, he was having to take on every bad thing that they've experienced with a man. And he really didn't know what to do with it. I felt bad for the guy, but you're right. You know, her her mom cleaned it up in the sense of like, just being real Mm -hmm. and emotional. And she had a moment because she realized like, oh my God, this is my daughter. Mm -hmm. and This is the man she loves. And he's sitting here pouring his heart out. Yeah. Yeah. And she finally connected. I just don't think the aunt Mm -hmm. had that same connection. She came in there like with a hammer. Uh, but it was good to see the mom, like, you know, close it out yes. like that. I, I was like worried. I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah, not a good Definitely. first impression. And, and I, I mean, and Blake, Blake looked worried. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. They didn't go into that at all. But he was, she was like, how did it go? And he goes, ooh. Yeah. yeah. And they really never like tied that right. up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It definitely put more doubts. And he, you know, he said that. But that proposal at the end was absolutely beautiful. I was in tears. I couldn't stop crying. I was so touched. I was so moved. For me, it was like one of the more beautiful proposals that I've seen. Do you cry, Marcus, at these shows? Hey, I'll cry if it's if it gets me, you know. If it, it I'm I'm a sensitive dude. But for whatever reason, there's nah. didn't get me. did did okay. Zach and Tasha's? It just it didn't get me. I'll say no. That was a good proposal. Now that one, I cried. I didn't watch theirs. I was done with it after Claire. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, after Claire, that whole debacle, I was like, okay, I'm out. He's Uh, done. But but I'll say that what did get me was Katie's emotional reactions to the stuff that he was saying and she said Mm -hmm. herself. I was very connected to where she was coming Mm -hmm. from. But like I said, I had a little bit of a disconnect with Blake's sincerity. Not that I don't think he was sincere. But it, because of that moment with the rings and then it cut to him having this moment, right. I was a little bit disconnected with like where he was at and what he was going to do. And if he really, truly felt that way or or he was just doing it because he felt like he had to in that moment. So I was a little bit like still trying to figure things out as he was going through what he yeah. was saying. And like I said, it's not that I don't think it was sincere. I, I still thought I, I love to see love stories period. So I love, you know, how it ended and all of that. But I just think that edit just really kind of like, I was trying to find my way with him in the middle of what he was saying. I agree. I completely agree with that. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Now we have to talk about, you know, what everyone has been talking about. The whole confrontation with, you know, Katie and Greg. I I have to preface it by saying that I was, you know, raised by someone who gaslit me 24-7. My mom, you know, is a narcissist and and I have to be honest to say that I'm biased Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's my reality, right? So I want to put that out there, but I do also want to say that, you know, I wasn't the only one who was triggered by what went down between Katie and Greg. So I do feel that there is some merit behind that in that it was very toxic behavior, you know, whether it was gaslighting or not. I mean, in my heart, I feel like it it was, you know, but I'd love to hear what you guys thought about that. And if you thought Katie did what what she should have. I mean, I, right. I have never been more proud of anybody on the entire franchise than I was of Katie mm-hmm. standing up for herself and just, you know, being so strong. And uh, I was, I was extremely, I extremely proud A lot of, of people thought that she was a little over the top, but you know, you know, I get a lot of DMs about bachelor people. Um, I got a lot of DMs about Greg, um, about like his history of, of how he treats women. And so I don't take merit to everything, but when there, when there gets to be so many at some point, you're like, okay, there's something to this. So I also, you know, it's pretty known in the inner circles that he's being considered for the bachelor. So I think Katie probably, I'm not saying that Katie told me this, but I think Katie probably knew he was being considered and was like, I think the fuck not. You know what I mean? Because she wasn't about to let him get this like sympathetic edit where he can go be the bachelor and he, you know, she felt like he used her for his career, you know? So either way to leave a woman crying on the ground like that for a goodbye, I feel like says a lot about a man. It doesn't really matter. I mean, the men that I'm used to are quality men and are gentlemen. Absolutely. And I just don't think that that says good things about him. Even if all that I saw was the clip where he left her crying on the ground, that's just not, that's not a man to me. He could have had a good exit like Michael. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, take the high road, right? And also when a woman is on the ground and you're saying, I deserve more. No, no, that woman (laughs) deserves more. I'm sorry. Right. Like that's ridiculous. So Marcus, what did you think of the whole exchange between Katie and Greg? (laughs) I've got so much on this. Yeah. First. That's why you're here. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say this and and I'll just relate first the beginning of my own story and then related to Greg because it just makes more sense. Yeah, you know, Aaron, I told you this. I recently got out of a relationship about nine months ago. And, uh, you know, and I was the one that left the relationship after three years. And, uh, I mean, even covering every base and doing everything that I could to, of course, walk away, but at the same time, let her know that I loved her and we both made mistakes mm-hmm. and I hate that this is where we ended up. And even after all of that talks, hugging each other and when I left and this whole thing, even to this day, I still feel like there's things that were left unsaid and I wish there was more I would have said or there was something that I could have done better. Always. So then relating that back to Greg and how he came on the show and he was very like, I mean, if you watch the first part of that that show, he had no care in the world. He was, mm-hmm. oh, you know, hey, I'm just glad she ended, ended up, you know, you know, the guy she's supposed to be with. Yeah. You know, yeah, just been hanging out in Jersey, laying low. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and she's like, you know, hey, so, you know, uh, do you have any regrets? No, no. Then all of a sudden, 
Katie walks up there and he sees the energy and he immediately scoots away from her on the couch because he yeah. knew based on her energy mm-hmm. and how she walked out, uh-oh, I need to get ready. And for me, mm-hmm. I just saw this switch was flipped and he went from being this guy that was like carefree and like, oh no, everything happened was supposed to happen and I have no regrets to all of a sudden he was the battered and beaten guy again. I didn't believe yeah. it because ultimately mm-hmm. I loving somebody and walking away from a relationship, wish I would have said things that I didn't say. So for you to watch that on TV and how that ended and how that looked, you walked, you literally walked away. You even say goodbye. There was no true explanation of why you needed to leave exactly. Right. She's on the ground mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you just walked off. And then there was no closure. And you watch it on mm-hmm. TV and you walk on national TV and go, I had no regrets. Everything that happened the way it was, I'm happy. Yeah. I have yeah. a huge issue with a guy that can come on TV and say, I I like it exactly how it ended with no word to right. clean up anything or say, you know what? I could have done this yeah. better. I was a little bit over emotional and I didn't really know how to handle it in that time, in that moment. He said that after the fact, once he realized he was, excuse my language, up yeah. shit creek with what, you know, Katie yeah. was telling him, he said that. But after first, carefree, everything's great. I did what I was yeah. supposed to do. So yeah. I think, you know, I'm going to say this. I think the guy's a narcissist to this day. I think he is still gaslighting. Yeah. Didn't believe a mm-hmm. word that came out, out of his mouth after he realized mm-hmm. the energy that was being thrown his way. Mm-hmm. Flipped the switch and then he changed back into victim, Greg. Yep. Because here's my yeah. thing. This guy comes on national television. He wants everybody to believe in that moment that he found this woman that filled this space in his heart for the first time in years after his father's death. And that would be so profound for any individual to use those words and to say what he said. I'm not saying meeting his family and everything wasn't real. I'm not saying he was acting, but I I am saying Mm -hmm. that this guy went on there, led us to believe that this was that profound for him. And then to come back on the show and be like, Oh, I feel great. Everything's good. I'm splash found love. It all of it just made no sense to me. I was like, man, I would have so much to say if this woman brought this much to me. Yeah. And then I walked away like that on national television. Yeah. Man, I'm so sorry. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have treated you like that. You brought something to my life and I couldn't handle it. Right. Something to that effect. What well, I agree. What do you think about somebody that tries so many times to get on the show the way that he did? Because I think this was like his fourth time trying to get on the show. Do you feel like someone's intentions can be that pure if they've tried that many times? Or do you think, do you think that that's... It was Greg's fourth time? Right. He, it goes back to Becca Kufrin's season. Does wow. that okay. feel insincere to you or, or not really? I'll say this. You know, I don't want to speak on stuff I'm not familiar with. For me, I was found, like somebody found me. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to, you know, be on the show because I, you know, was like, so I can't really speak to that and where his mind may have been. But I'll tell you this. I don't see many people running, truly running to this experience for any girl that shows up to find their love story. I mean, the guy's a good looking guy. It's very easy to do this organically in real life. But to say that I want to go on a television show and compete with 30 other dudes for one girl's heart. I mean, it sounds beautiful and wonderful, but your odds are really not that great. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It kind of sounds like he's more about the competition Mm -hmm. than he truly is about finding love and finding his one love. Yeah. I don't think his intentions were ever pure. And I also think that, 
Katie was not his type and that he realized that, you know, that's not who he wants to be with. Like you just said, Marcus, you're not going to walk away from someone who fills a hole in your heart like that. You know, you're not, you're just not going to do it. And he also felt like he wasn't going to be chosen. And I think he wanted to break up with her before she broke up with him. I think that it was an ego thing. And what, what do you call that? It's a narcissist. Yes, that's a definition. Exactly. And he was even gaslighting her during the AFR by saying, I'm sorry, you feel that way. You know, turning it all around back on her and making her get all bothered. You know, that's what they do, right? They stay cool, calm, and collected while you're just like, oh my God, you know, losing your shit. And it makes you look crazy when you're not, you're just, Mm -hmm. you're triggered, right? She was just triggered. She was triggered, but also, again, like, I think, you know, anybody that was watching that and was offended by Katie's energy or whatever else, when you're getting information from all sides, especially through social media, especially once you get out of that, you're literally in this process where you're at one place for so long Mm -hmm. uh, pursuing this. And then all of a sudden you get out of that and you're getting bombarded with information about this individual Mm -hmm. for who knows how long. I mean, it could have been for the whole season. Mm -hmm. We don't know. And to be able to be treated like that on national television and see it and have to watch it over again. She was so loaded up. People don't understand how loaded. And so I completely understand her energy towards him. It's not about mm-hmm. I'm, I'm scorned and I'm still in right. love with the guy. Right. It's about, no, I've heard so much yeah. stuff about this guy and I'm trying my best mm-hmm. to not get crazy on yeah. national television <laughs> and cuss him out and yeah. tell all of his dirty secrets, right. yeah, which she could have done, but no, she did No, because she's a classy right. girl. You know, she has integrity. And I am sure a bunch of his exes probably came out of the woodwork and contacted her and was like, you're not crazy. Oh, sure. Of course yeah. she has a history of this. This, you mm-hmm. know, of course that's happening, but she can't say shit about any of that. So her hands are tied, mm-hmm. so it's all going to come out now. And and that's why I'm like, give the girl a So break. imagine holding on to all of that information. Right, and can't say anything. Yeah. Imagine yeah. holding on to all that information on national television, trying to hold it together. She did it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So I think she did a great job with even what we know, not even compared to what we don't know she knew in that situation. Yeah. Right. I do have mm-hmm. to say that a podcast with Greg came out with uh, Nick Vial on Nick Vial's podcast, Vial Files, and he completely backpedaled 1,000%. I mean, he basically was just like, I am sorry for the way I acted. Of course you are, because now you're getting, you know, shit from people saying you're such an ass. You didn't have any regrets. You didn't want to change what you did. You know, you, you wouldn't have gone back and changed what you did. The whole mm-hmm. episode was him backpedaling. It was so hard to listen to because I was like, you are literally just saying everything that we want you to say. It was awful. Well, he's still on the Bachelor campaign. You know, he's in the top two. You know why? Because the, well, the victim's not there. The victim is Katie. So now she's right. not there. So he doesn't have to do this right. whole back and forth with her. So now he can just be victim. And I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. Trying to mm-hmm. damage control. I mean, honestly, like I said, I just think the guy is a PC. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, I just and if he becomes the lead, I refuse to watch a season where a man gaslights 30 women. That's just not happening. I will literally boy no, I'm not even kidding. I will literally boycott (laughs) his season. I pray to God that does not happen because if it does, this franchise is going down. I was shocked that he's even I hope that that will never happen. There's so many more deserving men, so many more, much more amazing deserving men than that person. Anyway, <laughs> we can move on, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like we needed to touch on it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll say this though. I'll say this. 
what Katie knows, trust me, I promise you she went back to the producers and said, how did this guy end up on my season with all of this oh, information yeah. that I'm Right, getting? yeah. And trust me, ABC wants no part of even accusations of somebody being abusive, being mm-hmm. anything as a lead on their show. Trust me, he will not be any right part of the show. I hope so. so. I hope you're right. Marcus, you know this show is called Batch After Dark. And so we're going to ask you a few questions because we want to get to know you on a, a little sexier level. All right. And uh, you think you can handle it? I think you can. Uh, <laughs> Do you need a safe word, Marcus? I might take y'all places y'all never expected. So watch out. <laughs> oh, man. Famous last words. Okay. No safe word. Guess what, Marcus, honey? They always say they don't want a safe word on the show. And then they always use a safe word. They go, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let, I want to I play. Let's go. Okay. Normally, I kind of, you know, ease them in. But I, I'm not doing that with you, Marcus. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that with you. Oh, good. <laughs> You're a very sexual person. I can appreciate All that. Right. Being sex positive myself. And Kelsey as well. When was the last time you had sex? Great question. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, actually, it was um, three weeks ago. Okay. Oh, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pick one. Do you prefer to dominate or be dominated in bed? Uh, dominate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Kelsey's favorite. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Rate yourself in bed like from that. a one to ten. Ooh. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Rate myself on a scale of one to ten. We're not messing um, around here. I'll say this: you don't based have to on be humble. Based, based on my imagination and my creativity and uh, where it comes from. Oh. And I mm-hmm. have a tattoo that says "Passion" on my arm. <gasps> oh, I would my. have to rate myself. But uh, I would I don't want to be a complete ass. I would say a nine. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. I, I I had a feeling that you were gonna say a nine or ten. I just did. <laughs> yeah, Confidence. I, I, and, and that's only because I pay attention, I listen, and this is all before we even get to the bedroom. Part of getting to know you. That means how you carry yourself, the things you say in conversation, you know, how you uh, you know, just basically move about a room, the way you talk to people, like I'm listening and paying attention to stories, everything. And I bring all of that into the bedroom and I kind of use it against you. <laughs> you mean for you. <laughs> or again. <laughs> exactly. Or again. I told you he's a, he's a total package, Kelsey. I told you that. Okay. So where's the wildest place you have had sex? I mean, that's tough because there's been a lot of places. So I don't know what you guys <laughs> might consider wild. It's all um, relative, but you know, just you can, you can name more than one. I'll, I'll say when the stakes were really high, it was in a, in a movie theater. A movie oh. theater. Oh my God. I love can that. We, that's can we know fantasy. more? Were there other people there? Yeah. It was I'll, in the back. Was it in the back? Uh, yeah, it was about second, back, second to the back row of the movie theater. Okay, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Oh my! I have a follow-up question. So, was it in the seats that reclined flat? No, this oh. was old school. This is a long. This is like late nineties. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow, because now it's so easy to this do was, that. This was like this was like 
just when stadium seating became oh, a thing. Oh my god! Wow. So there were no like rocking seats. There were no laying back seats. Are we allowed oh, to know the position? Was she like sitting on you, kind of like reverse cowgirl? <gasps> yes. Because that's what I was envisioning. Oh, wow! Was, <laughs> did anybody say anything? <laughs> No, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Did you literally have... I love this story. I love that I got the position right. Right? <laughs> you got the Did position Did you literally correct? have yeah. people right next to you, Marcus? No. Okay. There were, there okay. Were a couple and nobody rows was there. Up, and okay. they were kind of right. scattered, like, to the sides. So, yeah. Do you remember the nice. movie you were watching? Sort of watching. <laughs> I, I do, actually. The funny thing is I can't... The funny thing is I can't remember the movie we actually went there to watch, but we snuck into this movie uh, and it was Forrest Gump. Forrest so, Gump. Yeah. Oh my God, that wholesome movie, Forrest Gump. Wow, that is amazing. Whatever oh lights, whatever. I it. And oh I really my. wasn't focused on the movies. I'd already seen it. So Whose idea yeah. was it? Who started that? Yeah, who started Me. it? <laughs> yeah, I was I was clearly up to no good. I mean, how do you have that conversation? You want to sit on me? I mean, it was I wasn't I didn't have to say much. It was uh yeah, it was more of a guiding. It was more of a guiding. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is so hot. Oh my lord. Yeah. That that is one of my fantasies. Is it? Yeah, definitely. We go see a movie probably tw- twice a week like we're always in the theater it didn't stop at the movie theater though okay oh. we had sex there then we went out to the car and then had sex in the parking lot of the car <laughs> nice Dang. oh wow that oh was, my goodness that's quite the date okay that, that was a double feature <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, a triple feature because it it started in the first movie. So it was like more like a triple feature. (gasps) No kidding. Triple feature. Triple. Part one, two, and three. Starring Marcus. Well, if you enjoyed that sexy little snack from Marcus, please come back for the whole meal next week. Trust us. It's delicious. Thanks for listening. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.